It is the 200 level episode 298. Mike Carpenter in the basement and Illinois basketball is back. And it happened rather suddenly. Usually this time of year, we are ready to make that transition from football to basketball season. Usually by the end of September, we're ready to make that transition. But to be quite honest, my mind has been so far into this Illini football season that this crept up on me. And it's nice to be back here for a fighting Illini basketball game. You know, this is really kind of where our bread and butter was made for the 200 level. Doing these second half podcasts, and we started in the winter and spring of 2020 before COVID hit. And that gave us a unique niche that we were trying to figure out, okay, what is this podcast? What's something we can do do that makes us different than others? And with the help of Trevor and Isaac and Harry before that, for a couple of them at least, we got into the second half podcast thing. Now, we've done that with football, but second halves for football are way too long. And I think the next time we would do that would be the Northwestern game and uh, hopefully that's a celebratory Saturday for Illinois football. But with basketball, it's easy. We get down here to the po- uh, basement and we hit record for the podcast and we go for about 50 minutes. And depending on the game, even longer than that. But this is this is exciting to just get back to basketball because as much as this football season has been fun, I think the reason that Illinois basketball is more enjoyable apart from just the fact they're much more successful as a program College basketball, to me, despite its many deficiencies, thanks to bad officiating and all that, it's still relatively breezy. And this game should be a crisp two hours when all is said and done. Let's hope, at least. There's something about college basketball that is just uh, a little bit easier to digest. And this team is going to make it all that much more fun. Because the last three years of Illinois basketball, I think that we all felt a certain amount of pressure that they had to win then. They had to win now before some of these guys left, like Iowa and Kofi. And that if they didn't, there was so much uncertainty as to what would come next. Well, as I sit here and watch this team, it's kind of relaxing in a weird way because I don't need them to really do anything. I needed last year's team to do something tangible. That was something that I hit on time and time again last year. I need something tangible as a result of that season, and you got it with the Big Ten title. And at that point, I didn't really care what they did in March Madness. I just needed a banner to hang, and they'll do that Friday. Kofi is in attendance, and we'll hit that up in a bit because there's some thoughts that I have on that, and um, not to be a negative Nancy, but it's just kind of an interesting dynamic with Kofi back there. But as I watch this team, it's basically a bunch of new toys. And there are some returnees. It's great to see Coleman Hawkins as good as he is tonight, 17 or 18 points, 5 of 6 from 3. It's fun to see some of the new guys, like even a Dane Danger, quietly just looks like a pretty polished center. And all the way down to the freshman, like Sincere Harris, flying around like he's a video game character with the turbo button constantly pressed down. And I know Andre Corbello had that, but you are not asking a Sincere Harris to be an Andre Corbello. You're asking him to be an energy guy off the bench. You take all these things together, and I'm pretty darn excited about this season and recognizing from the outset it's going to be a process. Last year, I maybe did not take into consideration how much of a process that would be with some newer newer guys like Plummer getting into the mix, some other guys having to take a leap into leadership roles, and that led to a lot of frustrations to the point where in early, mid-November, I, I didn't watch a couple games because I was too pissed off. I don't think that's going to be the case here because my mindset is completely different. So I want to thank the few that have popped in here for this 
opening opening game of the basketball season. And it's Eastern. It's not the most exciting matchup by any means. And I don't know what we really learn from a game like tonight. But nonetheless, nice to be back. Now, will I go the entire second half? I'm not sure. We'll see how this goes. I would hope that this gets put away rather quickly. And I get the feeling that it will. But thank you guys for popping in for those who have. Big Tota pops in. Sorry I missed Sunday brunch. I promise I wasn't wallowing in the football loss. And here's the thing. I don't know how much we're going to talk, Big Tota, about football. I plan on doing a midweek podcast specifically about football because I don't know how smooth the transition would be to go back and forth from it. I will say that as I've tried to separate myself from last Saturday and think ahead to this Saturday, I'm beginning to feel more and more comfortable with where this team's at and recognizing that the Michigan State game was kind of its own thing in a vacuum, that it does not indicate that this team took any steps back or anything like that. This team is still what we think they are, I think. (laughs) And if so, I think Saturday should be fun, despite the freezing cold temperatures. But you know what? I'm excited for that. I'm going to embrace the novelty of a cold tailgate. But before then, we're going to have two Illini basketball games, and I need to decide if Friday night I'm going to do a second half pod for whoever the heck they're playing. I forget who it is. Because it will be an early wake-up call on Saturday, and if I do a podcast late Friday, I've done the whole five hours of sleep thing for the last few tailgates, and it 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 takes a toll. I need to just, for my own personal, physical, and mental health, just get a good night's rest on a Friday before a tailgate. All right, before we get into the second half, which should start any second here, got to let you know that the 200 level is sponsored by DP Doe online at dpdoe.com. For all the best deals and prices, dpdoe.com. You can get custom zones with any topping you want or some of their favorites like the Maui Wowie or the Buffer Zone. Order online at dpdoe.com and they can deliver to your doorstep a piping hot calzone. That is dpdoe.com. Also, Rector Construction online at R-E-C-T-O-R-Construction.com for all your home exterior projects. And while I understand colder temperatures are coming in, they can basically work year-round. So why not get a free quote today from rectorconstruction.com. That's online at R-E-C-T-O-R construction.com. State Farm agent Brian Hansen online at brianismyguy.com. Life, auto, home, business renters, you name it. Brian is my guy and he can be your guy as well. We have been doing homeowners and auto with Brian for two plus years now and it was the easiest process to go through when we got the new house and we're going to stick with him because he just makes everything so seamless for us. As Brian Hansen, State Farm agent online at brianismyguy.com. Finally, Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing. And I would say it's sweatshirt weather, but pretty soon it's parka weather. So you want to give them a call today at 217-841-4728 to get a furnace check. Mention the 200 level and get 10% off of your furnace check. Matthew was a technician from Dogtown that came down, made sure that our furnace is tip-top shape, which is good news as we get into the Arctic tundra temperatures that we're going to experience from Saturday through all of next week. That is Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing at 217-841-4728. All right. We are about to get underway here. I got to give a shout out to my good friend, Jordan Burnfield, who's on the play-by-play. Jordan and I, I think the first few times we communicated was on Twitter when you know he's an Illini alum and a big fan, but of course, for a game like this, he has to be a professional, and he is, and doing a great job with John Crispin, and I see him at all the Dave Matthews Band concerts as well. 
So, Jordan, excellent job in the first half, but I got you on mute for now. No offense. We are now underway in the second half with 19.50 to go. 46 to 31. I'm going to have to get the old play-by-play muscles going again. I don't know anyone's name on Eastern Illinois. And as you recall, with a lot of these play-by-plays, I just I don't know any opponent's name. I don't care to learn it. 25, big white guy for Eastern gets blocked. We're going to have Melendez, who, or sorry, Mayer. No, Melendez, 15, as I'm still learning some of the numbers. Melendez, interestingly enough, sat down for a pretty big chunk of the first half, and I don't know if there was anything to that, though he does start the second half. He's not able to corral this outlet pass from Terrence Shannon, and in defense of Melendez, it was a little bit tall of a pass as he tries to take the charge, and he gets it. So Melendez gets it right back on the other end. I think that Underwood will be happy to see that. Melendez, to me, is the key returnee other than Coleman Hawkins. And if you get those two guys playing at a high level, I think it just raises the ceiling of this team infinitely. RJ is an oversized guard, or I don't want to say an undersized wing. His athleticism overcomes any height disadvantage he may have. But what is he, 6'7", for sure. And a kind of sloppy offense here to start for Illinois. And that's going to be the story, right? I don't know how good this offense is. I really don't. The defense should be fine based on your athleticism and how much they fly around. But offensively, you're going to have some stinkers. Don't let the 46 points fool you. This offense hasn't looked all that great, I don't think, tonight. Your athleticism is overcoming it. RJ Melendez with the foul. And it looks like an and-one opportunity for Rose Jr. for Eastern Illinois, who's had a decent game so far. RJ gets off of his feet and kind of a silly play. Now, this is a play that would have infuriated me last year, freshman or not. And I know the freshman didn't play a ton, but isn't it just weird to watch this game? And I know it's Eastern. It's the first game of the year, so no one's really feeling super pressured by it. But the whole mindset and attitude of this season is different. It's like you've won a Big Ten tournament title. You've won a Big Ten regular season championship in the last three years. You feel like this program is in a place now where you can just kind of sit back and There's going to be new faces every year, but you're starting to develop some consistency. And that's all I really want is that consistency. Now, Mayer gets fouled on his way into the hoop. He struggled mightily shooting the ball in the first half, but he does get the start again here in the second. So your starting lineup looks to be early on. Sky Clark, a point guard who's been quiet so far. RJ and Terrence Shannon kind of alternating between the two and three. Mayer at the four and Coleman Hawkins at the five. Athletic lineup for sure. RJ from the corner. The three is up and no good. He has not made hardly anything tonight. But a good board here from Terrence Shannon Jr. to Sky Clark. And that pass tipped by Eastern. Is that PJ Carlissimo's kid? It is. And he travels on the other end, so it's going back to Illinois. I don't want to lose to PJ Carlissimo's kid. Seems like a gritty player. But every now and then you get these characters that show up for other teams and you think, are you kidding me? He made a couple tough shots in the first half. All right, Sky Clark with the ball, 18-14 to go. Illinois still has yet to score in the second half. Sloppy offensive start for them. Mayer wants the three, no pump fakes, takes it down to the lane. He misses the layup. He cannot buy a bucket tonight, but RJ gets the steal. He's looking for Terrence Shannon, the alley-oop, a little bit tall, but a push on Carlissimo. So it looks like, depending on whether they get the alley-oop or not, I don't know if Terrence Shannon's going to get free throws. It looks like they'll take it from under the basket. Not the best feed from RJ, but you're going to get that. I mean, this is going to be a beautiful mess 
in some ways. And they're going to win some games despite looking kind of sloppy just based on this athleticism. They're going to lose some games because they're too damn sloppy. And maybe at a certain point that gets a little bit annoying. Coleman Hawkins, three, no good. Illinois still scoreless two minutes in the second half. And if we get into January and February and you're seeing that same sort of thing, it's a problem. I don't know if that's going to be the case, though. And what a weird position to be in as a fan where you can just kind of sit back and say, okay, guys, progress, grow, develop, and not feel any overt pressure. Coleman with the outlet to Terrence Shannon on the break here. Not much going there. Not the numbers Illinois needed. So RJ on the right wing. Back up top to Terrence Shannon Jr. with 17-20 to go. The three from Terrence Shannon is up and good. And if there's an alpha dog on this team, it is him. The polish with which he plays, the size, I think he's 6'7", the athleticism, he's just really, really good. And he will be, I think, the consistent factor on offense. He's got 13 points, three or four from the field, and seven boards. So a good game so far for Terrence Shannon, unsurprisingly so. And a huge dunk. Boy, oh boy. So Illinois' defense actually has left a lot to be desired. Kenyon Hodges has nine points on three of six field goals. And uh, not really sure what happened on that exchange right there. Did get tipped, so no backcourt violation for Illinois. 16.40 to go. Coleman takes it all the way to the basket. No good, but up and in. And the foul, no foul. But Illinois back up 15. So just as sloppy of a start to the second half, this being the first game. Yeah, whatever. I'm just unencumbered right now. It's kind of nice. Eastern with the ball, 16-20 to go, 12-second chance points for Illinois. That's pretty good. The rebounding has been good for Illinois as well. Okay, Eastern running down on the clock, shot clock here. Mayer gets the steal. Nice job defensively, getting his hands in there. RJ in the corner, fakes the pass to Coleman. Coleman looking for Mayer up and in. Easy, nice little pass from Coleman to Matthew. So it's 53-36, to 36, a nice little 5 nothing run for Illinois. Matthew Mayer, 7 points, 3 for 9 field goals, and 4 rebounds. I guess the stat line doesn't look as bad as I thought. I think I've just really keyed in on those 6 misses. All right, this is Rose Jr. again. He's the point guard for Eastern. And some guy at the top here, my play-by-play struggles when it's the opposing team, but a nice take. From Eastern. Is that Hodges again? I don't think it is. Okay, 15 and a half to go. So Eastern getting some easy buckets. Right now, the story of this second half is that they're getting some shots around the rim. Terrence Shannon Jr. misses that, but gets his own board, and he will get fouled and go to the line after this commercial break. All right, YouTube feed. I know there's only a few of you in here tonight, and I think that speaks to one, Monday evening, two, a lackluster opponent, and three, the fact that we're still kind of in football mode. So if you want me to pivot, let me know. But we'll keep this as a relatively short and breezy basketball podcast, I think. I think. Okay. As we go through this podcast, what I've done before is just hit the sponsors real quick. So DP Doe, every commercial break, I'll hit another. DP Doe online at dpdoe.com. Order online at dpdoe.com. From Joseph, good to see TJ Shannon shooting free throws while since someone else seemingly can make them. I don't know if any of you guys have the box score. I should probably have had that up and handy. But what are we shooting right now from the free throw line? I know Rodgers is one of four. And the first three did not look good. But Terrence Shannon is making his free throws. I know Dane Danger went 0 for 2, or at least 0 for 1. Not good so far. And that that's going to be a problem for this team. I think shooting in general is going to be a problem. And... You know, when you're athletic enough and you can create some easy buckets off of defense, I guess that's not a huge issue. 
But is this team going to be efficient offensively like they were two years ago? No. And even last year when they were making threes, there were games where Trent and Plummer just could not miss. You aren't going to get that, unfortunately. But I think RJ is the key. And speaking of RJ, this is from NJ Alani. RJ's three-point shooting looks rusty. It looks bad. It does. And it's game one. And I do wonder, as I mentioned before in the first half, there was an extended period of time where he was out. And I don't know if there was anything to that. If there was something he did that pissed Underwood off. I know he said that RJ did not deserve to play early last year, which seemed to be a dig at RJ's effort and practice. So 9 for 16 on free throws. Thank you, Big Tota. That is just over 50%, about 60, I think. That's not going to cut it when it counts. And we'll see what happens going forward. Yeah, Rodgers, I want to talk about him because he struggled offensively so far, but I've been debating if there's a jersey I'm going to get for this team, who's it going to be? I think Ty Rogers is the one. I just like his game. I like his look. I think this is a four-year player that's going to do all the little things for Illinois. But yes, he has struggled offensively tonight. But God dang, does he have the size. And that, to me, is the overwhelming thing. I, you know, Considering the opponent and knowing that Eastern is not the biggest or most athletic team you're going to face, even considering that, Illinois just looks big and fast. And it is a far cry from the team's we've had here the last couple of years. Maybe two years ago, the size was not an issue. I mean, Io, Kofi, Grandison gave you some size. Uh, Adam Miller was not a small shooting guard by any means. Trent Frazier always was undersized. So he was the one guy in that starting five that didn't quite have the length. But yeah, for the most part, I am pretty impressed with just the look of this team. And it is just a 180 from what you've had, especially last year where that team... As the season wore on and they got all those miles under their legs, they started to just look a little bit slow. I don't think that's going to be a problem at all this year. Okay, so at the line is Terrence Shannon Jr. The free throw was up and it is no good. We are now 9 for 17 from the line. And the tricky thing about free throw shooting is what do you do? You can practice it all you want. This one's up and it is good. So you stay above 50%. That's good. 10 for 18 for Illinois from the line. Yeah, what do you do? If you make that much of an emphasis on it in practice, it almost becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy. You're thinking about it, and you're thinking about it too much. So in a weird way, I just say, well, okay, let the chips fall where they may. What are you going to do? Make them run laps when they miss free throws? These guys are college basketball players. That's not going to do a damn bit of good. So right now, Illinois with a 16-point lead, 15 minutes to go. We got Terrence Shannon Jr. up top. Looks like Epps is in there. Nice take from Shannon. He's got aggressiveness. He gets fouled. He'll go to the line for two more. Okay, Rodgers, number 20. Terrence Shannon Jr., number zero. Hawkins, 33, as you know. RJ, 15. And one other in there at the moment. When the camera pans out, I'll get that for you. But learning all these new numbers and names. And that's Sincere Harris. At least Sincere just checked in, I think. He's got the white headband, and I have loved watching him. All he's got to do is fly around on defense, and he's going to get playing time. And I think he will, even when Luke Goody gets back. This is a great opportunity for Sincere Harris, the sort of unheralded guy from this recruiting class. Terrence Shannon Jr. misses another free throw. Illinois is 10 for 19. Hmm. When you're up 16 against Eastern, I guess it doesn't matter. 
Hopefully that's an aberration, but I don't think this team's going to be a great free throw shooting team. And now 11 for 20. So we stay above the 50% threshold. Good Lord. Joseph says, hopefully Epps isn't hurt. We can't take any more injuries. Did I miss something with Epps in that first half? From NJ Illini, thoughts on the Illini picking up full court. I think they're just checking everything out in these early games, NJ Illini. How a three-pointer here for Eastern. Man, they're making some shots. I think that's Hodges. But to me, I don't mind full court. I don't mind switching it up. If you're going nine deep, you can afford it to a degree. I don't think you can do it all game, but I don't mind forcing the issue a little bit and using your length to your advantage. Sincere Harris, three from the corner is up and good. Well, if he's going to be a three and D guy, he's going to play. But there is something about Sincere Harris, five points so far, good on D, He's got a bounce to his step. I I don't know. He's going to become a fan favorite. Coleman gets the steal and then a foul on Eastern. So we're seeing Illinois really aggressive in the passing lanes. Wow. Um, <laughs> this is just cool. I mean, you know, the, I did not see the exhibition game, like I said. So I'm watching this completely blind and seeing these guys for the first time. If you said which freshman is impressing you the most, it's not Sky Clark. It's not Ty Rogers. It's not Jaden Epps. It's Sincere Harris. Come on. It's small sample size. So I'm not taking that leap into saying Sincere Harris is your best freshman. But tonight he has been. And if the unheralded fourth guy in that class turns out to be a factor, you know, you look to last year and the surprise of RJ Melendez, who no one really talked about when they came in. I know we liked his size, but we didn't know much more than he was a three-star kid from Florida. Well, he turned out to be far more than that, though early returns in this game have not been great for RJ. But if you can get one sneaky freshman surprise, like a sincere Harris, that just adds to the depth that you think you already have. Sky Clark checking back in for RJ Melendez. And I'm, I'm going to really focus on Sky Clark because to say where he goes, you go is somewhat of a cliche, but... As with any college basketball team, your point guard position is essential to your success. And quiet game for him so far. Nothing I've seen that makes me worried, but nothing I've seen so far that really makes me go, whoa. Plenty of time left in this one with 14 minutes, though. Big Tota says, Harris will be our next Trent. At least that's my hope. Well, that would be something. I mean, Trent was the four-star kid out of Florida. I think Sincere Harris, depending on the site, might have been a four-star. And... I'd take another Trent. You know, there seems to be the headband doesn't hurt. Wearing number one doesn't hurt. So there's the aesthetic similarities to Trent Frazier as he comes up here for the trap at half court. Look at this. And he gets the steal. Oh, man, but oh, darn it. It looks like we're going to get a foul on Eastern. Sincere Harris is all over the place tonight. And that is not that this is going to extrapolate into some star season, but don't you like what you're seeing from him? The pass that he was trying to get to Terrence Shannon Jr. was not great, but it looks like he might have stepped out as he was getting it. No, it's Illinois ball. Great. So 60-41, to 41, Sincere Harris all over the map here. Love it. Coleman Hawkins gets the ball in the inbound to Sky Clark. I want to see what Sky does here in this half. Pass to Coleman to Ty Rogers, who almost gets... T- yeah, he loses it. Rough night for Ty. You know, not the debut he probably wanted. 13-30 to go. 60-41, to 41, Illinois lead. And Ty's late on his guy, but fortunately his guy misses. But unfortunately, Ty loses the ball out of the back of or behind the basket. 
All right. It's weird. I sit here and I'm doing this play-by-play stuff and thinking, <laughs> like, what, what's what's the hook here? The, the hook is, I mean, there's not any narrative or hook to really be gained in this game or the one on Friday or really anything until next Friday. And what I plan on doing is we're going to be in Michigan next Friday. Carlos with the three. He misses it. Rebound here to Ty Rogers. Nice outlet to Cincinnati. No. Oh, Ty. Not a great outlet. A steal from Eastern. So we we don't know when we're going to know a lot about this team. It's just going to be sitting back and seeing how they coalesce. I will say the process towards that should be entertaining, if anything. Maddening at points, like we're seeing here, just a sloppy second half, despite extending the lead, excuse me, as Eastern misses another three. It's still a 19-point lead. This is Sky Clark. He is going to give to Terrence Shannon up top for the three. is up and no good. Ty Rogers with the monster board and the feed to Terrence Shannon Jr. and one. That right there was the Ty Rogers play that I envisioned when they got him. The no-look pass, the no-look bounce pass to a slashing Terrence Shannon Jr. That's that's good stuff and good for a tie. I, I want him to succeed as much as any of these freshmen because I do feel like he embodies the sort of player that you, the four-year player that the great programs need to build themselves around. Understanding that you're going to be getting transfers and the name image likeness era changes everything. But Ty strikes me as the four-year guy that can be the linchpin of this next post-Iowa and Kofi era. All right, Terrence Shannon Jr. at the line here. It is up. It is good. 63-41 to 41 as Jaden Epps comes in. So that's good news. I think it was Joseph you mentioned. Hopefully Epps is not hurt. Doesn't appear that he is because he's back in the game. Coleman and Terrence Shannon take a seat. I don't know how much you play those guys Tonight, 8 nothing run for Illinois to extend this to a 22-point lead. All right, I don't know if I'm going to get the full game here. We'll go another couple segments. 12.40 to go. Eastern to inbound from behind their, behind the Illinois basket. Looks like some more pressure here. How much, though? Sincere Harris and Jaden Epps. Full court, kind of. They let Eastern bring it across the timeline. Now we're down to 15 on the shot clock. Eastern, just on the perimeter. They can't really find anything inside. This is Carlissimo, PJ's kid. Nice take, and the foul on Danger. You know, there's parts of Danger's game I like. He does seem to be a pretty fluid player. I I think your hope is he's an upgrade over Omar Payne. I wouldn't count on much more than that from him. But he gives you a different look at center. God, remember these names that are not no longer here. Omar Payne, no longer here. Benjamin Bosnans Verdonk, no longer here. That was your two and three at the center rotation last year. And credit to Bosnans Verdonk. He kept you in that Purdue game. Incredible performance from him. And then Omar Payne won you that Nebraska game. So if they're legacies or anything, it's that, yeah, they contributed to a Big Ten title team. No one's going to buy their jerseys, but they could have been worse, but they could have been better. So my hope is that Danger is a more consistent, reliable backup five. Sincere Harris. Jesus. This kid's really good. I mean, I I know the opponent, but this kid is doing some things that no one else on the court's doing for Illinois. Oh my God, he back gets another steal. Relentless. I mean, if you just ask him to play 12 to 15 minutes a game, and at this rate, he's going to get that. And just, hey, when you're out there, since you're fly around, I think that'll work. 
Three for Eastern, no good. Board for Sky Clark. Let's see what he can do here. Not a break so much, but only really likes to move fast. Sincere for the three. Oh, God, wouldn't that be nice to have dropped? 11.35 to go. Eastern on the break here. Sky Clark slows it down. Sincere damn near gets the steal. Look at this aggressiveness on defense. It does lead to an open three for Eastern, though I'm not that angry about it because the effort is just bananas right now from these young kids. That, to me, is a joy to watch. Jaden Epps, pump fakes the three, back up top to Sky Clark. Sky Clark looking for Sincere Harris. Does he want another one? He's taking a baseline. He finds Danger, who goaltend. Count it. That's going to be an assist for Sincere Harris. Uh, wow. Uh, is there a Sincere Harris pun that we can have for this podcast? I was going to do some sort of Panther pun, but I think Sincere is the story. Good Lord. Big Tota says, maybe buy a Harris jersey. I don't know, man. I don't want to jump the gun in one game. But if I recall, and if anyone in the chat thread saw the exhibition game, didn't he have a promising exhibition performance too? What's he from? Jersey. And NJ Alani, you can maybe speak to this, but I think he's an East Coast kid. And... I remember seeing a few things kind of float through message boards that, hey, don't sleep on Sincere Harris. But watching him in action, the athleticism is freakish. Good Lord. All right, uh, as we have a break here, we'll do one more four-minute segment, I think, before we get out of here. Got to thank State Farm agent Brian Hansen online at brianismyguy.com, life, auto, home, business, you name it. Brian is my guy. He can be your guy as well. That's Brian Hansen, State Farm agent at brianismyguy.com. Okay, Akron, Ohio. Thank you, NJ Alana. I don't know why I thought he was East Coast. Maybe he was getting recruited from some East Coast teams. You mentioned Akron, and I know that they had, I don't know if they won the game or not, but there was a clip going on Twitter tonight of Akron got a steal tie game. They got a steal and a break with about five seconds to go. It would have been a layup to win the game at the buzzer, and it just rolled out. And I just had shades of Tracy Abrams against Michigan in, what was it, 2014? But I don't know if John Gross won that game tonight. Hopefully for John, he did. Speaking of former Illini, Kofi is at the game tonight. And how, how to say this, you know, you appreciate Kofi's role with Illinois. I got the Kofi jersey. He's one of my all-time favorite Illini, as he should be for most of us, because him and I all brought us back. Legacy is secure. But it, there's something that's just, ugh, he's back. I'm sure people coming up, how you doing, Kofi? Good to see you. How's Japan? And here's the thing. He didn't leave to play in Japan. He left to play in the NBA. I don't know who his handlers are. I don't know what advice he was getting. But whatever advice it was, it was terrible. Because Kofi is probably not going to make as much in Japan as he would have here in name, image, likeness. And while I am excited for this team and what they are. And I don't know how you would have meshed it all together if Kofi came back. At the end of the day, Kofi would have made you a better team. So this is coming from two directions. One for Kofi that I think he made a mistake. And I touched on this before, but I didn't really want to go too hard on it because he's a young man that needs to make his own decisions. But I highly doubt that it was in his mind, I'm going to go pro and hey, if I end up in Japan, great. No, that has to be a disappointment for him. So to see him back, it's great. But on the other hand, just a really silly move that I think we all kind of saw and every NBA draft prognosticator saw, or I should say didn't see in his game. I don't, I don't know what advice he was getting. I hope he's happy, whatever it is. Um, and I think he will have a long career as a professional basketball player and by the end of it, never really have to want for money. But his goal was the NBA. 
and he didn't get it. And that's just kind of a bummer, but also not unexpected. I just think that's kind of weird. The highest salary, according to Kyle, in the Japanese B-League is $1 million. Okay. Wouldn't he have made that this year at Illinois? I mean, th- this would have been player of the year candidate. All the accolades, all the jersey sales, all the sponsorships. Just a bummer. I, I, I It's not going to affect his legacy here, but I see that and I'm just like, well, what the heck were you doing, man? Eastern on a little bit of a break here with 11 minutes to go. We're back from the TV timeout. 15-point lead for Illinois, 67-42. to 42. Looking good out there, looking good. And this is going to be what, Carlosimo's kid again. He's a, he's a tough little gun, son of a gun. Nice little turnaround hook shot here for Eastern. How much play-by-play can you do for a game like this? I don't know. Big Ten preseason polls flashing on the screen right now. Illinois got six first-place votes. Indiana got 19. Indiana's not winning the Big Ten. They aren't. We know that. Michigan getting one vote I think is interesting. Purdue getting one vote. Who the hell voted for Purdue? Nice little putback here for Dane Danger. Iowa getting one vote. I see how they could be a sneaky good team, but it's still Fran McCaffrey. He's a perpetual third or fourth place finisher in the Big Ten, which is fine, but how many banners would you expect Fran McCaffrey to get here? That take no good. Nice board from Dane Danger. We got a little bit of a break here from Ty Rogers to Jaden Epps, now on the right wing. Going to bring it back up top. So we got four freshmen and Dane Danger in here. I, I like this. Love the freshmen. Ty Rogers, cross-court to Sincere Harris, pump fake. He's taking it in. Oh, my God. He almost landed the dunk. He almost did. How was this kid? I mean, I know it's early, but how was he unheralded? In, in, a, in, in a way. Only in comparison to the other four or five-star kids that you got. But how was this the unheralded one? I love watching this kid play. He just bounces out there. Good God. All right, so he's going the line. Let's see if he can make some. Ugh, it's contagious. He misses the first one. Maybe that's the story. Oh, wow. YouTube live feed. We got a private dating chat girls popping in here. So things have really livened up in the chat room. So any single 200-level listeners, have, have fun. That free throw is no good, but Dane Danger gets the board. They're going to call over the back, right? Yeah. Probably so. Going back to Eastern here. Hello, XXX20Fun. Thank you for joining us this evening. Didn't didn't know they were Illini basketball fans. So it is a 25-point lead for Illinois. The spread was 31.5. We got 9.51 to go. Vegas knows. Vegas knows. Except with Illinois-Michigan State football. Though right now, I think the spread for Saturday against Purdue is 6.5. (laughs) Big Tota says the pot is going to hell. Perhaps, Big Tota, but we're going to have fun doing it. Illinois with a break here. Sky Clark over to Coleman, who wants the three. It is up. It is no good. He liked the other hoop a little bit more than that. But a nice board from Dane Danger. Finds Coleman on the break. Coleman resets himself. He will go to the line to shoot two on the foul. Coleman looking good. Want to caution it because we know Coleman looked great at the start of last year. And I think there will still be moments early this year where Coleman can be frustrating. And gets frustrated himself. But I I tend to think that the way he closed out last season is going to have a carryover effect. And so far today it has. Pretty sure that's his 20th point. If not, he's close to it. 70 to 44. Epps takes a seat as Terrence Shannon Jr. comes back in to get probably a few more minutes of tick. 
Joseph we, says we've made it. We've made it because we got cam girls in here. Is that it? I mean, I told you guys the 200 level was a good time. Coleman with his own board on the free throw, and he kind of line drives it up there, but then gets his own putback. You know, he's an athletic freak, six foot ten. It's easy for him to do this against Eastern, but I still think some of these things would translate against better teams. Coleman, if he's your best player, that's not a bad place to be. I think Terrence Shannon is your most reliable. I think your home run hitter sometimes will be Coleman, and this is sincere on the steal and the oh, he missed the dunk. Oh, no. Get back up, Sincere. This can come back around to you. We got Dane Danger on the alley-oop attempt from Ty Rogers or Terrence Shannon and Sincere fouls. Oh, man. Can I name a pod after a guy that misses a dunk? Otherwise, I would have had podcasts named after John Eakey. Ugh. Sincere had it, and I don't know what happened. Did he not get the lift? I'm just glad he didn't get hurt on that. He was smiling afterwards. He knew he blew it. But man, I like this kid. Miss Duncan all. Damn. All right. Oh, it's a bot out of Louisville, says Mike. We're, we're investigating who this XXX20 fun is. A bot out of Louisville. Okay. Okay. Uh, Eastern ball. What, what a fascinating game and, and podcast we have going here. 72 to 44. Illinois trying to beat the spread. Let's see if they can do this. This is Hodges up top for Eastern. He looks like a player. Nice take, but he misses the shot. And who's this guy in? Is that Connor Servin, number two in for Illinois? I don't know, but Eastern misses another three-pointer. Back to Illinois. This is going to be Terrence Shannon Jr. on the left. He's looking to take it in himself. He does, and it's up and in. God dang, he's really good. Um, impressive. If you guys can think of any more sincere puns, please let me know because I'm struggling right now. I saw one earlier, perhaps. I know it's used as a salutation, sincerely, but maybe we can think of something. We're going back to the pun titles. I haven't done that with football, except Dad Gummit after the Illinois-Michigan State game. That was for Dad's Day. Though, to be honest, I, I didn't even think about that until right before the podcast started. 74 to 44, Illinois up 30, 740 to go. This is Sky Clark 3. No good. Boy, we are not shooting the three well. It will be a bugaboo this year, but when you got this athleticism, hopefully you can overcome that in some games. You you'll be able to. Coleman gets the board on a Carlissimo miss. I hear PJ Carlissimo's name, and I think Latrell Spree while punching him in the face. Here's Terrence Shannon Jr. with the take. He falls down. Careful, Terrence. Oh no. Okay, please be okay. Like the aggressiveness, but just, uh, you know, it's Eastern. You're up 30, and we will take a commercial break here. Well, I got to be honest, everybody. You know, I don't got a whole hell of a lot more to say. It's already 9.50 Central Time. Illinois is cruising, as you would expect. The young guys, some good, some bad. What's the fact of, Facts of Life song? You take the good, you take the bad, you take them all, and then you have the Facts of Life. Sincere Harris, the best of all of them. Ty Rogers looks the part, though he's struggled. On the box score. Sky Clark, quiet. Floor general tonight. He hasn't really had to do a whole lot out there. And then Jaden Epps, quiet as well. So, Sincere Harris, the star of the show, along with Terrence Shannon Jr. and Coleman Hawkins, the guys you would expect to kind of carry this team. NJ Alani says, The Vegas and Massa Square Garden games will be great measuring sticks. Need to find a way to win at least one. And I think they will. I do. I think this athleticism and the defense and uh, earlier on, and I want to make sure I get this right here. Someone mentioned the Virginia game. They're struggling tonight against NC Central. 
who had said that. Joseph, thank you, Joseph. And I could see that being the win coming up here. Because what is it? UCLA next Friday. Virginia or Baylor, that's Sunday, depending on who wins and who loses. And then you get Texas at Madison Square Garden. You'll get at least one. And if you get two, I think you're in great shape. You know, like I said, though, at the start of this podcast, I'm in a very different place right now where I don't need this team to do a whole lot early. I'm just going to try to enjoy the process. And I say that, and you you can totally remind me if I go ranting and raving later on in November or December about this team. I don't want to lose the bragging rights game. I don't want to lose to lesser opponents, and I don't think this team will. But we will see when they play better competition for sure. All right, I tell you what, I don't really have a whole heck of a lot more to say. I want to thank you guys for tuning in on a Monday evening against Eastern Illinois. But hey, Illinois basketball is back. And this is going to be a fun year with all these new toys, which I think ultimately will result in another Big Ten title and hopefully a second weekend in the NCAA tournament. But regardless, this is a healthy program, and the way they reload it is pretty remarkable. And we're bearing the fruits of that now and getting to enjoy it as we watch this team hopefully coalesce in the next month or two. Before we get out of here, got to remind you, the 200 level brought to you by DPDO online at dpdo.com. For all the best deals and prices, dpdo.com. Rector Construction online at rectorconstruction.com. For all your home exterior projects, don't let the cold weather keep you from getting a free quote because these guys can basically work 12 months a year. That's rectorconstruction.com. Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing online, or excuse me, not online, but give them a call. That's the easiest way at 217-841-4728. Get your furnace check like now, this week, before the cold front moves in and winter arrives on Saturday. That's 217-841-4728. Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing, your home's best friend. And finally, State Farm Agent Brian Hansen, online at brianismyguy.com. Life Auto Home Business Renters, you name it, Brian is my guy. And he can be your guy at brianismyguy.com. Alana Inquirer, Champagne Showers Podcast Network, partners at the 200 level. We're cutting out a little bit early tonight. Illinois looking good with about seven and a half minutes to go. Hawkins and Shannon Jr. have combined for 45 points. An impressive showing for your two studs. Should be a fun year. And we're just getting started. We'll be back midweek with a football podcast. Probably going to skip the Friday evening game. And then Saturday, you beat Purdue. And I honestly would be over the moon. Party time if you beat Purdue. Because I think they'll take care of business after that to ensure a trip to Indy. But things are good in Illini sports land. And I hope you're having as good a time as I am. Thank you, YouTube Live friends, for joining us. And thank you all for listening at home, in your car, at the office, wherever you listen to 200 Level. And we will be back later this week to talk more Illini football. It is the 200 level.